Good day to you. I'm David Creech, and welcome back to my presentation of God's Amazing Plan. In our introduction, we talked about how living life was a lot like putting a puzzle together. Very complicated puzzle for sure. And, and how putting that puzzle together was a lot easier if we could just see and understand the picture on the cover of the box, what we called the big picture. If you've not seen that introduction to the series, by the way, I would encourage you to go back and do that now. At any rate, we took a look at that big picture of the puzzle of life. And at the very end, I said that I wanted to remove the cover of the box and look at some of the individual pieces of an amazing plan, God's amazing plan. I said that we'd condense this puzzle down to just eight pieces, each one building on the others to eventually form a complete picture. You see those eight pieces here on the screen. Uh, the first lesson seeks to answer the question, who is God and what is the evidence of God? We talked some about the evidence of an all-powerful creator in our introduction, and, and we'll expand on that some here. Next, what is the Bible, and why is it so important? The gospel. You've heard that word before, right? But what is the gospel? The nature of God. In order to adequately understand God's amazing plan, we need to understand a few things that God has revealed about himself. In the process, we'll talk about some commonly held beliefs about the nature of God that simply are not true or certainly are misunderstood. What is sin and what are the consequences of sin? Is there a penalty for sin? If so, what is it? How do we work our way around that penalty? What is faith? And what role does it play? And finally, how does God expect us to respond to all of this? Of course, this brief lesson simply seeks to answer the question, who is God and what is the evidence of God? Well, we don't need to look any further than the first verse in the Bible to see that God created all things. In Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In Colossians chapter 1, verses 16 and 17, tell us that it is in him that all things consist. In other words, not only did God create all things, but even now, he sustains all things through his mighty power. A similar passage over at Acts chapter 17 and verse 28 tells us that it is in him that we live and move and have our very being. Part of understanding who God is, as we mentioned earlier, is to understand the nature of God. And, and we'll talk more about that in a separate lesson in puzzle piece number four. So what then about the evidence of God? Well, as I said earlier, we, we spent a lot of time in our introduction talking about the awesome power of God as evidenced by 
all the things he has created. The psalmist stated in Psalm 19 and verse 1, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament, as some translations say, shows his handiwork. And the firmament, by the way, is uh, the atmosphere of the earth and everything in it. The Apostle Paul said in Romans chapter 1 and verse 20, Since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made. And he ends that verse with, So that we are without excuse. You know, we will all stand before judgment, before before God in judgment. Someone once said that there would be no atheists at the judgment. And if you think about that, I believe that's absolutely true. We certainly have those here who do not believe in God. But at the judgment, Romans 14 verse 11 says, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. And that will include those that considered themselves atheists here on earth. Yet, I suppose there will be many at the judgment who try to use the excuse that they just didn't see it. They didn't realize that God was there. Perhaps they will be so bold in their desperation to to lament to God that he should have made his presence more apparent to us. But this verse tells us, God has spoken and said, that we will be without excuse. Why? Because the evidence is all around us. Not only what's visible to the naked eye, but as we talked about in our introduction, we can use the most powerful telescopes known to man. And as far as we can see out into the universe, we see evidence of a creator. Go in the opposite direction. We can use the most powerful microscopes known to man. And as far as we can see down into the universe, we see evidence of marvelous design. In fact, one might argue that the farther we can see down into the universe, the more evident that design becomes. For instance, with strands of DNA, the very building blocks of life containing codes programming that could only have been put there by a programmer. To use a criminal justice metaphor, if we were to simply stop and take the time to dust for fingerprints, we would see that God is there. His fingerprints are all over everything. What someone once said, evidence will never convince the unwilling. And that is so true. The Hebrews writer says in Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 4, Every house is built by someone, but he who built all things is God. You know, it's as if God is, is pointing out what should be so painfully obvious to us. Things that are designed point to a designer. Things that are made point to a maker. <clears throat> I spent a lot of time flying helicopters in the Army, and in my career, I'd been to some pretty remote areas, areas that you would 
think that you could only get to in a helicopter. I remember being in just such an area one time. We'd crossed a ridge line and plunged down into the valley, and much to my surprise, there in the bottom of the valley, nestled in a clearing, was the most beautiful house. And it wasn't a log cabin either. I remember being absolutely amazed that it was there. Not only because of the remote location, but as we climbed to altitude and circled around to have a better look, we couldn't see any roads leading to it. We couldn't see any power lines running to it. I may not have understood who or how or why or even when, but one thing I knew with absolute certainty Somebody designed that house, and somebody built it. I knew that it didn't just pop up out of the ground. It didn't just happen by chance. Again, design argues for a designer. Things that are made argue for a maker. And he who made all things was God. And that leads us right into puzzle piece number two. I uh, thank you for your kind attention and look forward to seeing you in the next class.